and welcome to the Pigeon Magic Podcast with me, Rebecca Renewin. So last week, I lost my voice. Now, usually when I get poorly, I maybe feel like I have a cold coming on. I go to bed and I wake up the next day and I'm fine. I lost my voice for days. And then then I had an allergic reaction to um, strepsils. You know, you get like throat lozenges. So I had an allergic reaction to that. Anyway, it got me thinking about how our body communicates with us. And I want today to talk to you about how your body communicates with you. And so for the last few decades, I've been working as a kinesiologist and I have seen time and time again how symptoms show up through our body. When I first started, it was very much through physical manifestations. Today, yes, absolutely, those physical manifestations still happen. But when I'm working with someone on an energetic level, I can feel in their body where they're holding that stress, that trauma, that tension, and that gives us deeper insights into what's going on for them. So I want to talk today about that, but I want to caveat very, very clearly. If you have any physical condition that is not normal for you, absolutely go to your doctors, go and get the the support, the advice, the tests that you need. And then you can also do the energetic work too, to speed up the process of recovery, to make sure it doesn't come back, whatever it is. But this is not, this is a both system. Okay, we are very, very lucky um, to live in a world where we have access to the medicine we have. And we are also incredibly lucky to understand how the energetics work together. It's like intellect and intuition. It's not this or that, it's both. And very much so with health. So if we travel back, I first became involved with kinesiology because I had very... um, severe eczema. Still to this day, I've never seen anyone with eczema as bad as I had it. And this flared up when I was in my like 19 or 20 and nothing worked, kinesiology did. And so it it got me very curious into how our bodies communicate with us. And so when I first started working at the the health centre that I was working at, a lot of people would come and see me for similar issues. It'd be because they had... um, IBS because they had allergies, they had skin issues. And what they wanted was for me to say, cut out wheat, cut out dairy, cut out whatever it was, and off they'd go and their skin or their bowels would clear up. However, most issues like that had a, um, a like an emotional, spiritual cause. So when we were doing the work, it would come up that they were not happy with the life that they had. Seemingly, they had it all and they felt they should be grateful. So they had like a a husband, they had children, they had cars, they had a lovely house, they had holidays, they had a career, and yet they weren't happy. And so instead of saying, I'm not happy, because by all measures of air quotes success that we're taught we should have, they had it all but it wasn't what they wanted. And so they were having like IBS or they were having like eczema flare-ups because they were fundamentally unhappy and they didn't know how to explain it. So they would 
you know, instead of they just wanted to scream, stop, I want to do something else. And they couldn't. So their bowel would do that for them. And so, like I say, very much, first of all, very much the physical energy, clear up these people not being aligned to their true path, ignoring their intuition, getting them, you know, back on track with what's important to them. The IBS would clear up, the eczema would clear up, etc. And then as I kept working, I started noticing this on a much, well, more on an energetic level. So it hadn't manifested as a physical symptom. And so I want to talk you through those different areas today for you to get clear. Like if you suddenly notice a particular ache or a pain in your body, you can ask yourself these questions and get clear on how you can support yourself and what actually you might need to be looking at as well as, of course, if there's any physical issue going on. And so the first thing I always tell people when I get so many messages, Rebecca, my hip's hurting. What does it mean? (laughs) Oh, this is going on. I can't clear this ailment. What's going on? And the first thing I'll always say to someone, and I say this to you as well, is just take a moment just to take a breath, close your eyes and put your hand over that area of your body and and ask it, what are you trying to tell me? Okay, what is it you want me to know? What is it you want me to be aware of? And it's actually amazing what information you can get through. So first of all, if you ever have something that comes up or that is an ailment, ask that question. Okay, what is it you want me to know? Maybe journal around it. Maybe you get an instant hit. Maybe you feel nothing, maybe you don't hear anything at all or just receive that information. That's fine. The more you can do it, the more practice you become, the quicker it is. So when I lost my throat last week, like I say, I'm usually only poorly for like a very, very short amount of time. Um, And I went, oh, what aren't I expressing right now? Because why else would you lose your throat? Why else would you lose your voice? And I was like, this is interesting Um, because no one else in my family was poorly. I didn't know anyone else with any kind of like sore throat illness kind of thing going on. And I was like, why, what aren't I expressing? (laughs) And then of course I had that realisation. I was like, oh no. And so I had that realisation of what it was I wasn't expressing. And it was like that deep soul energy in my work. So probably, um, I don't know, five years ago, I started on my like priestess journey of working with the land of, I'm a priestess of Caradwin and the training that we did was very much around becoming a death doula. I wasn't interested with like sitting with the dying people at the time because I I only just had my little boy, so I wouldn't be able to like dedicate the time needed to be able to do that. But I was very interested in like the, the shadow signs of things and the, like the death and the transformation. And for some reason, Caradwin was the goddess that called me. And so I felt very deeply connected to her and I didn't care what the training was. I just wanted to like make that deeper connection with her. And at the time, I was doing loads of womb energy work. I was connecting with the energy of the land. I was getting called, like, you know, trees calling me to come and visit them. And I was like, okay, here I go. And they were always yew trees. And there were often trees, yew trees that were hollowed out so I could stand inside the tree. And I remember thinking, gosh, I feel like I'm getting given codes. None of it made sense. It didn't make logical sense. And it didn't make sense. I was like traveling to all of these yew trees, particularly in like a Wales and the borderlands. 
And I was like, this is interesting. And I was like, oh, you know, it will make sense eventually. And it was always the ancient trees that were calling me. Some prehistoric trees came up from under, were revealed after some storms on a beach. And I was like, I've got to go there. I've <laughs> got to go and see like the, the roots of the trees there. And it's always been this really ancient energy. Ancient woodlands are where I feel happiest. This deep womb energy. And when I say womb, I'm not talking about like a biological, physical womb. It's just like that that womb energy of creation, that, that cauldron energy. And I really started to dive deep into that. And I was like a friend of mine and myself, we went off into Wales and we were doing um, ritual workshops about like like reclaiming the land and waking the dragons. And then I had my first ever health issue, like a proper, like need needing proper intervention and a hospital stay intervention. And then that was, that was a really fascinating, fascinating initiation of really diving deep into deeper into that earth and womb energy and and I'll probably share that another day because it is a fascination journey and when I look back on it it was you couldn't make this stuff up it was like a year and a day initiation from when I first had this ailment to when I had an operation was a year and one day later and if any of you kind of like follow traditional um witch path paths <laughs> you know that the year and the day is really significant. And I was like, oh my goodness, it was absolutely an initiation. And so I had done all this deep womb work, done all this like ancient land work. The priestess name I was given was the name Anuwin. And, you know, that's very much like a goddess of the land. And I often joke half-heartedly, half a little bit terrified um, (laughs) that I have dead people talk to me. And it's it's a running joke within my witch academy. And I'm like, those dead people, they're trying to talk to me again. And I tell them I don't want to talk to dead people. I'm just not prepared to do it. And I joke that, you know, we we get to control what comes into our environment and what doesn't. So if I don't want to work with dead people, I say, nope, make a queue outside of my office door. When I'm ready, I'll talk to you. It's not something I want to do. I don't want to be giving messages to people from people that have passed because in my mind, in my judgment, I'm like, nope, that's the only way to work with dead people, not having those messages. Sometimes messages sneak through in a kinesiology session with my clients. I don't know what the message is about. And I'm like, oh, this person stood here and they look like this. They're like, oh, yeah, that's my nan. I'm like, damn it. (laughs) They're sneaking in again. So I've always said, don't work with dead people. And... Over the last mm, probably five or six weeks now, I've been saying, and I've probably shared on the podcast too, or if you're enrolled in my Momentum class, I've definitely been sharing that on the Momentum podcast, is that there's this time that we're in right now that feels like a time of incredible soul alignment, not in a harsh way, not in a like, you've got to learn the lessons quickly way, but just as in an unfolding and unfurling, a really gentle, beautiful opening up to come into soul energy. And I've been sharing this with people. And when I look at the things that people in my group are doing, they are real soul aligned work right now. You know, whether it's you know, starting a new career, starting writing a book, whether it's traveling the other side of the world, whether it's dedicating to your own like priestess path and learning more rituals. It's, it's a really beautiful thing to witness. It's like this, this coming home for people to find their voice and just 
without trying, just finding their soul path. And that's why I feel like we are for like humanity right now. And so I've been there going, oh yeah, dead people, they want to sneak up again. And if you look at my birth chart, there's, you know, there's a bit in there about, you know, how I could, you know, do that kind of work. And I'm like, nope, 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 not doing it. And then a couple of weeks ago, yeah, probably a couple of weeks ago, I suddenly had this kind of realisation. It's like, oh, I don't have to like share messages to, to family members to work with dead people. But there was this real um, energy of like, oh yeah, but I can help souls that are stuck here move on. I don't have to tell anyone that I'm doing that. Here I am telling you though. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, I could do that. And I started reading a book, a couple of books on like being a psychopomp, someone that moves the soul from this world to the next world. And it really resonated with me. And I was like, oh yeah, this this is feeling really good. And then I stopped reading it. <laughs> I just put it to one side and I was like, yeah, okay, that's enough. And surprise, surprise, two days later, I lose my voice. And so I'm chatting to a friend of mine via messenger um, <laughs> on Instagram. And she just said to me, she goes, so basically, you can't have your voice until you give them a voice. And I was like, oh, no, that's it. I'm not going to get my voice back until I claim this as like part of my path. And so I was chatting with her a bit longer and I suddenly realised and I had this like really clear image of how I need to be working with this energy. And no, it's not channeling messages from dead people, but it is working with that really ancient energy of the land, which is where I was a couple of years ago before I had my initi my initiation at hospital. And it was like to really call back and clear the energy of this world so we can access that ancient wisdom of the land. And as soon as I started talking about this or squeaking about it, my voice started getting really clear and strong. And I was like, oh my goodness, I can't even ignore that, can I? I can't even like pretend that's not real. And someone even said to me, my gosh, since you've been talking about this, your voice is really getting stronger. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, this is great. This is what I should be doing. And then I was like, and, you know, back to normal life. <laughs> and so I was taking the pharmacist gave me these uh, cough sweets, like um, strepsil lozenger things. And it made my, gave me an allergic reaction, which I hadn't realised, first of all, because, you know, <laughs> it's been a long time since I've had an allergic reaction. And my tongue swelled up. That Then I couldn't talk because my tongue was so fat. And it was just hilarious. It was almost like I was really annoyed that this the enormity of this thing had been given to me, what I felt was enormous. Um, only, of course, when I look back, I was like, oh, yeah, I can see how the, all those pieces are coming together and how it's emerging into like the perfect path. And, oh, yeah, I can see like why Caradwin had to be the, the, the death doula training. And I can see how this training linked in with this. And, oh, yeah, of course, that's always been, you know, you just start to see the threads. But I was a little bit miffed because, you know, I'm just finishing off my book, loving, loving, loving writing this book all about the magic of you, owning your magic, magical habits, you know, really standing like as you in the world. And I'm like, now I'm getting pulled off to do this like ancient land energy work. And so I was a little bit miffed about it. And so then what happens is my annoyance shows up as a flare of my tongue again, of speaking, like affected my speech once again. And I was like, okay, I'm listening. I understand that they, you know, the two can weave together. And so the very, I could have just said to myself, 
oh yeah, I've lost my voice. You know, it's that time of year, springish energy, transitions. Everyone's got like a bit of a cold or a bug or something going around. But I knew this is how my body communicates with me. So I could go, hmm, so I've lost my voice. What does that symbolise? Okay, for me, that symbolised not expressing myself clearly, truly aligned. Where is that showing up in my life right now? And it went down this whole path for me of okay, what is it I need to be expressing more of? What is it that I'm hiding from? <laughs> hiding from was the truth. Um, <laughs> it's like, how can I step up and share more of this message? And so whenever I've had any kind of ailments, that's how I've always looked at it. Whenever my friends and my clients come to me, it's the first thing I say after, what message does it have for you? is then let's look at different parts of the body and what they mean. So if you've ever had a sore throat or lost your voice, ask yourself, what aren't you expressing right now? And so we'll just talk through some of like the various parts of the body, which are like the common areas. But I also want you to think of your body in terms of left and right, front and back. Okay, so if you ever have an ailment or something showing up on the left of your body, I want you to think in terms of, air quotes, the divine feminine energy. Again, nothing to do with gender, but that energy of receiving, that energy of nourishment and nurturance, that energy of deep inner knowing, that energy of your intuition. Okay, so maybe if something's aching, it's like maybe you're not nourishing that area. Maybe you you need to trust your intuition more. Maybe you're blocking your intuition. When you feel it on the right hand side, think in terms of the divine masculine and in terms of systems, structure, society. Now, the left can also mean feminine, like the the mum, the mother figure, the, the women in your life or men who have a very feminine quality about them. And your right can mean your father, the father figure. It can mean the men in your life or a very dominant woman. So the right is also the systems, the structure, the expectations, society, that kind of energy. Okay, so sometimes left and right can make a difference. Also, things at the front of our body are present and what's coming up. If we have something happening on our back, it can often represent something that's happened in the past or... um, something that you're holding on to, like baggage, like think about carrying a rucksack. We generally carry that on our back. And so think of things in terms of that. Okay. And so if you have, if it's in your head, ask yourself, where are you overthinking things? Now, these, I'm just going to give you very um, broad general terms for you to think about ailments and your body. They may work for you. They may not. Um, but explore them. Because I'll say, if you have a headache, this could mean you're intellectualising something too much. And you could go, do I feel like I'm intellectualising? No, actually, what it feels like is this. Okay. And that is as important if, well, it's more important than me saying, oh yeah, it could be that you're intellectualising something. If you feel it across your third eye, because obviously you might feel the energy in like the, the, chakra energies and then that will give you a whole load of insight into what's going on too but if you feel it in your third eye in particular it's like where are you blocking your intuition if I feel it on the very top of my head like in that crown energy for some people that might represent your connection to god goddess to like the world around you 
when I feel it there for myself and clients, I know that it's ancestral energy that needs clearing, often the mother line. You know, so if you feel it on top of your head, it's like, what are those old karmic patterns that you're playing out right now? What is it that needs to be released? Where are you playing those patterns that no longer serve you? If it's in your third eye, it's like, what is it that you aren't allowing yourself to intuitively know? If it's your eyes, what are you not seeing clearly? Again, if it's your left eye, it's like, where are you like not, where are you blocking your intuition? If it's your right eye, it's like, where are you being, air quotes, blinded by systems, structures, shoulds, expectations? And again, if something's irritated and inflamed, it's anger. If something is, your eyes in particular are streaming, it's like, what is it that needs to be cleared away? What is it that's releasing? If it's your nose, I always think of noses as, um, keeping your nose out of someone else's business. So if, if you have an issue with your nose, it's like, where are you worrying too much about what other people might think or say or do rather than focusing on yourself? If your nose is streaming, if, if it's running, that's often unexpressed emotions. If it's your whole face, it's like the face is how we show ourselves to the world. What masks do you need to stop hiding behind? What masks do you need to release? When I feel something in my neck, it's very much about I, the question I always ask is, who's being a pain in your neck right now? And people often know if it's on the left side, it might be um, a, a woman or it could be something to do with your creativity. Who's stopping you like from being your most creative self? If it's on the right hand side, it could be a man or it could be where are structures like hindering you and holding you back. When you feel it over your chest, it could be, um, for me, when I feel it in my chest, it's there's two things. It's either grief and sadness or it's boundaries. Often the two are related anyway. Yeah. When we feel anything in our shoulders, it's the burdens that we carry. What burdens do you need to put down? What do you need to let go of? If there's anything with your arms, arms are what we reach out and take things with. Yeah. When it's our hands, it's that energy of creativity and giving and receiving. So depending whether it's your dominant hand or non-dominant hand will dictate whether it's like you giving something or whether you're receiving something. When we feel our spine, it's like giving us backbone. So when we have like lower back issues, that's very much related to how we feel safe in the world. It's very much related to feeling of connection, which could be family and friends and money. So what makes you feel safe could be something about your home life. Um, but yeah, just generally on our back, it's like the past. What are we carrying from the past? When we're, when I feel it in shoulder blades, I always think of shoulder blades as um, your wings. What are you ready to express more of so that you can spread your wings fully and allow yourself to spread your wings fully? When you feel it in your chest, as sorry, as in your like your breast area, breasts are always about nourishment and nurturance. Where aren't you nourishing yourself? Where aren't you nurturing yourself enough? If you feel it in your solar plexus area, that's your solar energy, your sun energy, how you show up and shine in the world. Where are you holding that energy back from like allowing yourself to shine? Your stomach is about, it's where we receive nourishment. Okay. Where are you stopping yourself from receiving the nourishment you desire? 
when it's your your hips hips give us stability they help us stand true and they're also the connection between like the lower half of our body and the top half of our body so when it's anything to do with the hips asking yourself what's making you feel off balance right now and maybe where are you not feeling particularly aligned between your intuition and your logic your creativity and um the other side of that <laughs> at your work it's like where is it that it needs to have more unified alignment when it's in your legs your legs are what carry you forward they help you stride confidently in the direction of your dreams Interestingly, though, our thighs, our upper legs, are very much associated with our fathers as well. And then finally, our feet, um, our feet help us take a stand for something. So if you ever get your feet aching, it's like, where aren't you taking a stand for what you believe in? Where are you like stepping back from something? Obviously, there's lots of other parts of our bodies. <laughs> we can get into organs and it's like the liver is to do with anger and resentment actually something i will share with you which i think is quite interesting is um jaws like our our mandibles when we ever feel like a clenching of our jaw see i didn't realize this until i was pregnant with my little boy and my doula said to me because i said oh i've noticed i'm like really clenching my jaw and it's something i'd never done before and she says ah that's because it's it's connected to your cervix so when you clench your jaw you're closing your cervix which means you can't give birth so of course not all the time are we pregnant <laughs> but if you ever find yourself clenching your jaw it's like what aren't you allowing to birth into the world probably not a child <laughs> i mean but if you're pregnant just mind out for that jaw clenching but when you clench your jaw when you clench your teeth it's like what are you trying to pre prevent yourself from birthing into the world and when we also when we feel it in our jaw often that's to do with anger and frustration and resentment so if you ever get like jaw ache it's like that ask yourself what is it that you feel angry about what is it you you feel like that energy of resentment about right now um so yes when we feel it in our organs like i was just saying it's like each organ represents something as well and it's usually to do with what that organ does what its job is so when you have an ailment in your body first question what is it you're trying to tell me second question is to think about what that part of your body does what does it represent to you? And then think around how that might need more support in your life. So I said, you know, legs are about carrying us forward. That's quite obvious, isn't it? Our legs do carry us forward. Um, and so just think, oh, yeah, OK, my, le my left leg is aching. Um, that's weird. You'd expect it to be both, but it's just my left leg. And it's like, OK, then. So where in your life aren't you allowing like yourself to lead with your intuition, with your creativity? Yeah. If it was your right, it's like, oh, where aren't where don't I have the systems to support me? Or where are the systems holding me back? Okay. And so we can just use our body. In fact, when I'm working with clients, I'm like, I describe my body as being a barometer. It lets me know what's going on in my client's system. <laughs> it like just reads the energy. And so just because I feel a pain in my shoulder 
doesn't mean there's a physical issue with that person's shoulder, but it tells me there's an issue with responsibilities, burdens, carrying too much. And so your body might be trying to communicate with you, first of all, if you have a pain in your shoulder and it's not debilitating, as in like, oh my goodness, I need to go to the to my doctor, I need to go to my chiropractor, I need to, you know, do whatever you would do for that. Ask yourself, if you don't need to do that, just ask yourself, oh yeah, what does my shoulder represent to me? Okay, so it carries things, we carry our bags on our shoulders. What could I do? You know, where am I carrying too much? What's going on with that energy? And also, if you do need to go, oh, do you know what? It feels it feels more than just the energy. Make that appointment with said professional and then also ask yourself oh what is it I need to do I lost my voice it's not very handy for the kind of work that I do so I went to go and see the pharmacist to get them to get me some um I'd, I'd had something before that um helped with um it was I think it was singers actually and they just it was just like this little pastel thing and it got, brought my voice back very quickly and so I thought oh I'll just go and get something similar it did not happen because clearly there was a deeper message for me to receive. So, you know, I did get the help that I needed, but also did the energetic work too. And I think that's really important. Um, So your body is always trying to communicate with you. It's just about giving yourself the time and space to feel into that. This is not about diagnosing yourself medically, but there is nothing wrong with supporting whatever, you know, support you need through whoever it is that you turn to when your body needs assistance and you also becoming proactive in that and asking yourself what is it I need right now what is my body trying to tell me what is that oh it's a sharp pain it catches my attention because there's something really interesting about pain is it's there to get our attention to tell us something is wrong but when it's gone we don't notice it's gone So I was working when I first started practicing. I worked with this woman who had a frozen shoulder and she used to have to have cortisol um, shots so that she could have any kind of mobility, but she could she could barely move her arm. Anyway, one day she came to see me. She's like, Rebecca, Rebecca, guess what? And I was like, what? And she's like, I got the soap. And I was like, great. (laughs) That sounds really exciting. And she's like, no, no, you don't understand before she could barely lift her arm to shoulder height and she said she was sat in the bath she turned around behind her reached up with the arm that had no mobility and lifted the the soap from behind her and she'd never done that in like the last 20 years so for her that was really exciting and she said she hadn't noticed that the pain had stopped somebody else I worked with they um were oh, the word escapes me, an insomniac. They were an insomniac and they were having to take medication like all the time. And they came back for a second session with me and I said, oh, how have you been since I last saw you? And they said, oh, I haven't really noticed any difference. So I looked through their notes and I just said, so how's your sleeping? And they were like, oh my goodness, I haven't had to take my sleeping tablets. And yeah, I've been sleeping every night since I've seen you. And I was like, okay, great. This was someone who told me they hadn't noticed any improvement since our last session and they they hadn't been taking their sleeping medication because they had been sleeping. It's like we don't often notice when our pain goes because it's there to give us a message. It's there to tell us, look after this part of the body. Warning, warning, be gentle. And I often think that our bodies work, when our bodies are working well, we don't notice we have them. And so it's really weird for me, like last week was really quite significant because I'm like, oh, 
I remember I have a body and I don't often remember I have a body. I'm in my body for sure, but I don't have aches and pains and ailments and things like that. Um, I only had my first filling in my teeth just after I had my little boy because apparently they're not so good for your teeth either. Um, (laughs) So I'd gone for like 36, 37 years without ever having anything, any kind of intervention. And then it all changed (laughs) after, after after I gave birth. Um, But again, very much an initiation energy. So let me know how this resonates with you. Do you have any aches and pains right now? If so, ask yourself, what message do you have for me? Even if you're undergoing treatment for something, ask yourself, what message do you have for me? Because our bodies are absolutely incredible. They are always trying their absolute hardest for us even though we don't treat them so great all the time, (laughs) even though we might be a little bit slovenly sometimes, even though we may overwork them sometimes, not rest properly, eat foods that don't nourish and nurture them the way that they would prefer, they still just keep showing up and showing up and showing up and trying and trying and trying and trying to do the best for us. So they are absolute miracles. And so when it's telling you something isn't quite right. Just ask, what is it What is it you want me to know? What message do you have for me? And like I say, even if you're undergoing treatment right now for anything, just ask, what, what do you need from me? What can I do for you? What's the message you have for me? It's a really powerful way for you to feel deeply connected to your body. Again, this is not diagnosing anything. It is just coming back into relationship with your body, how it works, how you feel. And and it also gives you that deeper like love and reverence for your body too, so that maybe you do want to look after it differently, treat it a bit more kindly, a bit more thoughtfully, love yourself a little bit more, and also to trust it, to trust that you're in relationship with your body. It's not trying to punish you. It's not trying to do anything on purpose. Sometimes bodies just go a little bit wonky and there is no rhyme or reason behind it. Sometimes things happen and it's just like, oh, you know, nature is incredible. It's beautiful. It's sensational and it's vicious and destructive. And sometimes that comes out in our own bodies too. This isn't about saying, oh my goodness, I had a negative thought back in 1990. Now I have this manifestation. Not at all. But this is saying, meet your body where it is right now. Ask it what it needs from you right now. This is not about blame in any way whatsoever, but it is about giving you the tools so you feel more empowered that when your body is struggling or you're, you know, you've got an ache or a twinge, you can just say, hell, I wonder what that is. And equally, if you ever do any kind of energy work or if you ever um, receive any energy work or um, do any work with crystals or meditations and you start to feel different parts of your body activating, twinging, feeling heavier, just ask, oh, that's interesting. Why's my left knee, um, you know, calling my attention right now and think, okay, what do knees do? Knees help us be more flexible. Left-hand side is that intuitive side. Where haven't I been flexible in receiving the messages from my intuition? Perhaps you always want to hear them, but maybe you've been seeing more signs than usual or vice versa. It's like, oh, I just need to be more flexible in how I approach my intuition. Okay, got it. 
and then that energy just might shift away and then you might feel something else maybe it's in your right ear and you're like god my right ear suddenly feels really like heavy or thick or I you know like it feels like it's underwater and ask yourself oh okay so where on the right hand side that societal that expectations that energy of judgment are you taking on too much of other people's stuff that your ear is literally trying to block it out and you say oh yeah that person they're influencing me too much I'm too concerned about what they might say and so you shush it (laughs) you acknowledge it and think oh okay that's what I'm doing that doesn't have to be true for me. Okay, I'll, I, you know, I've taken what I need from that. I'm no longer going to let that stop me. And you'll probably find that in the meditation, the healing, whatever it is you're doing, that energy will just lift away gently. And you'll be like, oh. And as we start to learn how our body communicates with you, it's really empowering. It's really fun. And you just, you just learn to just, like I say, you come into relationship with yourself better. And the things that we take the time to create relationships, we value more. When we value ourselves more, guess what? It communicates with us all the better. And so if you are having like a medical issue, when you come into relationship with your body and you say, okay, what is the right option for me? When you've got all of the information from your primary care practitioner and, you know, anyone else that you work with, you get to make that decision from a place of like clarity and strength and purpose, knowing that you have made the right decision for you. Okay. So I'd love to know how any of this resonates for you. I'd love to know if you went, oh my goodness, after listening to you, Rebecca, I noticed that my hip was feeling a bit dodgy. And I asked myself, where was I not feeling supported? Where was I out of balance? And you're like, oh, I knew exactly what it was. Or you might go to me, oh, but Rebecca, my... I know my elbow aches. I don't know what my elbow represents. You know, come and share that conversation over in our community. The uh, link is in the show notes because I think it's a really powerful conversation to have about coming back to your own centre, about feeling more comfortable in your own body, about trusting the wisdom of your own body. Because when we can do that, it also helps us to trust our intuition. And also, if you have any thoughts on, um, are you feeling called into that soul path energy right now do you feel that I mean it might just be the people that I'm working with right now where it's where that's affecting them or perhaps as part of my community and you listening to the podcast perhaps you're being called into that energy too like I say dead people are trying to talk to me (laughs) I don't know why I'm so dismissive of that really I think it kind of scares me a little bit. It feels too responsible like to like share a message with people. But like I said, then I had this insight. Oh my goodness, that's not the only way to work with that deep, soulful energy. It doesn't just have to be me going, oh yeah, dead people. Um, it's, you know, for me, it's a much deeper, richer, wider energy. But I will share more about that, especially if people... Um, ask me about that. I will. I will share more about my Caridwin initiations and all sorts because there's a, there's a whole funny story. Well, it's funny now. <laughs> it's funny years later, but at the time it was it was quite humbling to go. Wow, I can see how all the pieces are coming together, and it, it was a very physical initiation. And if you have any initiation stories, I'd love to hear your stories too. Because yeah, you are not alone on this path. That is for sure. So. Thank you for joining me. Love, honour, nourish, give your body an extra hug today and thank it. And maybe, you know, celebrate with an extra glass of water. And I will speak to you again very soon. Bye.